This episode of Seniors Today is brought to you by the following sponsors. Welcome to Seniors Today, a talk show focused on what seniors and their families need to know to live their very best lives. I'm Denise Vaughn, the administrator at HomeWatch Caregivers Home Care, and with me is my co-host, Lisa Stover. Lisa is the founder of Presto Real Estate Services. Presto is a unique real estate company helping seniors with their entire transition process. As we use the word seniors or older adults, we started learning how different life is for seniors at different ages. As our life expectancy increases, you can actually be a senior for 40 or more years. Joining us are Jean Duberville, who is 88 years old, and her daughter, June Barnard. Jean is known as Gigi and is the head of her five-generation family, ages 1 to 88. June is the president and CEO of the Driscoll Foundation. Welcome, Gigi and June. We're so glad that you could be with us. Well, thank you for inviting us. It's a pleasure. Well, when I met you, you were living in a multi-generational family house. Yes, So how many generations were there? There were four generations, and the fifth generation was about a mile down, right, Mom? And three dogs and two cats. That's right. <laughs> we had three dogs. Can't leave them out. Nope, nope. That was a full house. I remember there were people coming and yeah, going. And yeah, yeah. well, one of the things we really wanted to talk about was the fact that one size senior doesn't fit all. You know, we started thinking, no, okay, right. everybody's seniors. You know, once you retire, you're a senior. But now, in this case, you're a senior really taking care of a senior. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's like? It's It's uh, been a challenge uh, for me and a challenge for yeah. my mom because you know, you just, you don't think about taking care of your mom. And she's pretty independent. Yeah. Um, and so it was an adjustment. It was, a, and the living together, the four generations, that was tough, wasn't it, mom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't understand me and I didn't understand them, you know. Yeah. It just, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't easy. It was good. Sure. It was nice to see everybody. And I could take the motor chair. She put in those chairs that go up the stairs, you know, and just go to my room. <laughs> or she'd say, go to your room, mother. I would, yeah. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. But when you say um, you didn't understand the younger kids in the house or they didn't understand you, Gigi, what were right. you thinking? Like, what kinds of things? Well, you know, it's such a different generation. Um, I was brought up differently and uh, it was, um, it just was so different. And I still thought that that's how they should be brought up. Well, you know, that's five different yeah. generations, like Big things difference. have moved along. And mm -hmm. uh, what I got hollered at or spanked at or they don't. Right. And I said, oh. No is no, not necessarily no anymore. No. And yes. we don't even use that word, right? Yeah. right. Today's moms when, don't like that word. Uh, when you bring that up, talk about words, you know, there were more misunderstandings yes. because right. of the language, you know. Right. 
the silent generation, which is the generation that mom was born right. into, you know, they had they had some issues <laughs> and they just, they spoke. Well, now our younger our millenniums and, and whatever, um, they're like, oh, you can't say that. You no. can't use that right. word. Oh. And it was, it was oh, difficult. I always said they needed a class that she could go to and that I could go to so we could understand. A translation. I, you know, you, right? you, you're on your own. After your husband passed away, you are on your own. You do what you want to do. Then you move in with somebody. You know, like, I thought we got along just fine, but there were times... <laughs> When we didn't get along just fine yep. because she didn't understand what I was trying to do. And they don't understand my humor. It's kind of a dry, <laughs> off-the-top type of humor. And uh, my granddaughter would say, oh, grandmother. And I said, what? It's supposed to be funny. Did you, hear, <laughs> did you hear what she said? You know, and I thought, my goodness, anybody else would think. You, you don't, you're not on the same Length, uh, communication wire. You're not, level. You know, it's, yeah. you think differently, and, and yes. before you know it, everybody's walking on eggshells. Right. 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 right, and my mother lived with us for yeah. 15 years, and it was really difficult. I had my littlest at that time, and you know, she would say things that yeah. were not okay with me, and I didn't know: Do I go to work? Yeah. Do I stay home? Yeah. Mom, maybe you need to go to work. I mean, we went through a few years of <laughs> sure. really, really tough times. So, and then there's guilt, right? Oh, yeah. So you walk on yeah. the eggshells and then you feel bad because you said something that was hurtful. Yeah, yeah. But we grew up with different worldviews. That's right. We don't That's see right. our world the same way. Right. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. And you don't know what to do about it. I was going to yeah. say, what do you think would have been helpful? Like, what could your granddaughter what? have done? Or actually your great-grandkids, right? You know, what could they have if done? If we could have, she's a high school teacher and deals with, high school kids and it, it's just it's different mm, it's yeah. not the same yeah. and they speak a whole different language they do. <laughs> and I think why don't you just sit down and talk with them or, or, what grandmother you can't do that or whatever you know and it's just we just didn't didn't understand each other if there was like I'd be sitting in the kitchen area and she'd be right in the other area right by the refrigerator and I'd say will you get me a gl glass of water it would save me from getting up going to the refrigerator getting it and she'd look at me as if say what's the matter can't you get it yourself she didn't <laughs> say that but you look at you like uh, you know, they just didn't understand that my arm doesn't work quite that way. And, yeah, I'm going to interrupt you there for a second it, because all of that was real. It was very real. Yeah. Um, I think it's, again, the younger generation wants to see the older generation get up. Move, mm -hmm. yeah. do it. Yeah. Why are you just sitting there? Get That's up. true. So, you know, her motives and her reasoning and her logic made sense. Then you got the 88-year-old who's going, I don't want to get up. You <laughs> oh, know? and you're well, supposed to help me. I'm your there. grandma. Yeah, I'm, you know, you're sitting. <laughs> so, and so this is a situation where no one was right. Right. And no one was wrong. Right. This is definitely a difference in how one perceives the other. And I, I think that, that's probably the lesson that needs to be yeah. learned 
in all generations. Yep. Yeah. To expect a 20-year-old to understand how an 88-year-old's logic is working, right. it, it, you can't. You know, there's a verse that says love covers, covers a multitude of sins. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of, we just have to do that. Mm -hmm. yep. We really have to look at the other generation, whether you're looking at the younger generation or right. vice versa, looking at them in a sense of, I don't get what you're doing or how you're thinking, but I love you but anyway. I love you. Oh, I love what yeah. you said. And I think you're right. When, you, when you're when you an adult child, I think a couple things, which is you've already been raising your kids. So the thought of taking care of somebody also is seems mm -hmm. like a little bit more work and you're not as patient as you used no, to be. Right. But then I was just thinking, Gigi, from your perspective, is there anything you could have done differently to understand, you know, sure. your teenage grand, great grandchildren, right? Yeah, sure. But... We, we thought alike, but we <laughs> wanted it. Great. Our thought, our, the way that we think. I didn't think how she thought, and she didn't think how I thought, but we were that strong. We yeah. both were such strong people. Uh, I needed to come down a little mm -hmm. and realize I am not alone. Yeah. They have their, their life, too, mm -hmm. and it, it doesn't go around me where I was used to things going around me because I was by myself and I could do right. that. And um, it, sure, there was, uh, but I'm really strong-minded and stubborn. Stubborn, yeah, right, stubborn. Yeah. stubborn. Well, and it takes strong a strong woman right. to make a decision yeah, to move yeah. in together. Sure. Anyway, well, you know, that was my so, fault. so it's not like anybody but me. On but that that's one. but yeah, that's yeah. a great thing, you know. You have to be strong to weather yeah. something like well, that. And I raised the two kids practically by myself. I was, I made the decisions, and I was strong. And I, when I married the second time, he was so kind. I was still making the decisions, mm -hmm. and I mean, he just let me do what I, my thing, and uh, which I needed to right. not do my thing. Right. Ah. Was, you, know, <laughs> you needed somebody to kind I of rein you in a little bit. Still writing my own checks, writing the checks and making the decisions. Mm -hmm. And he just let me do them. And he was such a wonderful man <laughs> that way. Yeah, well, I'm, again, I think it goes back to the strong woman, strong woman that yeah. you were talking about. Right. Yeah. We've got so we have five generations. Four of them are women. The fifth one is a boy. Yeah. Um, Break that boys. cycle. And it's, yeah. But they're four very outspoken, strong, yes. independent women. Yeah. And that's... I should have realized it when I tried <laughs> to put us all together. Yeah. Well, I mean, so Gigi did move into a community, yes, right? And yeah, you're right. still having different ages of seniors, right? So yeah. is there anyone in your community that's older than you? Oh, yes. Okay. Now, sure. Yeah. There's a woman 103. Wow. And when the doctor told June, she said, your, your mother, it, no blood pressure. Their blood pressure is perfect. It's not diabetic. She said, her heart, everything is great. She's going to live to be 100. And what did you do? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said, just was automatic. Uh, wow. Know, so. And then I'm wow. guessing you probably have 70-year-olds. Oh, yes. There, right? Yeah. Right. So do you right. notice it's a little easier to get along because you're all well, it has, seniors? It really, the age really doesn't even come into it. It's what they're, one might uh, have this disease or that. That this one in her 70 uh, has a bigger memory problem than the than the one in her 80s. That 
it just all depends on what's the matter with them. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, one's got Parkinson's and it's a little different. And she's a young girl, young woman, and the other one doesn't, and she's an old woman. So it age isn't it's, the it's, issue. It's, it's, it's a yeah. frame of mind. Yeah, I think I could probably talk to you guys all day long. Know, We're so right. glad that you came. So thank you so much, thank both you. of you for sharing. Yeah, it was yeah. really Stories. fun. I don't know yeah. that my daughter and mother will ever talk again <laughs> to each other. But oh, they will. Yeah. Oh, we'll and be. I always told June that I was born to be on TV. There you go. <laughs> and here I am. And here you are. Thanks. Thank <laughs> we'll be right back with more seniors today. In Naperville, we know that community counts. In fact, it's in our name. As Naperville Community Television, we have the privilege of showcasing what makes this award-winning city a wonderful place to raise a family, to make a living, and to enjoy life's journey. That's why it's our mission to capture on camera those special moments that connect us, those stories that impact our lives, stories you won't see anywhere else. So watch Naperville Community Television on air, online, and on social media. Welcome to Avenida Naperville a fresh new approach to active living for adults 62 and better. Avenida Naperville is a one-of-a-kind active lifestyle community and there's nothing else like us in Naperville. Our inspiring senior apartment community is tailor-made for active adults age 62 and better, seeking a maintenance-free, service-enriched lifestyle. Each of our one and two bedroom apartment homes feature all the luxurious details and contemporary conveniences you expect and deserve. We have beautifully appointed apartments with stainless steel appliances, quartz countertops, beautiful step-in showers with built-in benches. Everything is gorgeous. We have a ton of amenity spaces around the community as well. Avenida Naperville provides residents age 62 and better with the perfect apartment home and community lifestyle. This is your opportunity to move forward and realize your future in your own way, on your own terms. We tell everybody's story, big and small. They all matter to us and they come in a variety of shapes and sizes, and that's what makes them so special. We don't always need a big story. Sometimes we just want a story that makes us laugh, or a story that we can relate to, or sometimes we want to cry with that story. But above all else, we want to share the stories about the people in our community. Welcome back to Seniors Today. 
I'm Denise Vaughn, the administrator at HomeWatch Caregivers Home Care, and with me is my co-host, Alan Hoffman. Alan is the co-owner of Oasis Senior Advisors. He's an expert in helping seniors and their families find the best living community or in-home care for their needs. Surveys show that the top two concerns of seniors are usually health and finances. As the number of people living into their 90s and beyond increases, everyone wants to know how to make their money last longer. Joining us today is Mary Grunberg from Sorella. Mary consults with seniors and their families on their financial planning and insurance needs. Also joining us as our guest is Jean Perret, a retired resident of Naperville who is currently a very active volunteer. Welcome, Mary. Welcome, Jean. Thank, Thank you, you for coming. Welcome. All right, so a newly retired senior, when did you retire? Three years ago, almost. Three years ago. Mm -hmm. All right, so the big question is, is how much is enough? So when you retire, how much is enough? One has to, you have to analyze it. You really do. Um, I was asked by my financial advisor to determine what I spent each month and what was the, start out with the minimum I could get away with and then build on it from there to make up something that was comfortable. Um, but it took some thought um, about what have I been spending right. all these years? <laughs> where does my money go? So that's working with where you, that's the way to start once, you, once you're ready to go ahead and um, draw money from your investment account. Because did you budget, like for years, did you budget, 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 or all of a sudden you said, okay, I'm retiring, I gotta figure this out? No, I didn't budget. Yeah, I, I really don't, don't know how. I really don't know how and to do a budget, right, you right. Know. but however, I lived fairly modestly and I invested as much as I could in my 401k mm -hmm. um, and any money that I happened to uh, acquire, whether from a small inheritance or, or a per previous job got invested into, into a, uh, an IRA or some other investment account. So that was, those were tucked away and not used. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Jean, since you're a new, retiree, mm -hmm. are you retired comfortably? Are your plans working out or was, this a, was it a surprise? No, they're working very comfortably as a matter okay. of fact. I haven't taken the QE2 across the Atlantic, you know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of careful it's on with the list, that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not ready to jump in and go, oh, all right, let me take this chunk and go do something with it. Um, but as far as my my living, my normal way of life, the bills I pay, the things that I want to do, then yes, it's working out. Mm -hmm. It's working out well. And Mary, from the business side, how do you approach a senior when they come in and want to talk about how do I make my money last? in retirement? Well, I think, you know, one of my responses that's so common when I'm dealing with insurance and financial is it depends. <laughs> you know, as individuals, we're, we're all so unique and we have different goals and dreams and stuff. And so that's what we have to sit down and, and decide. And, you know, Jean mentioned a budget and admitted, mm -hmm. quite honestly, she didn't <laughs> do one. Well, you know, that's more common. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not really surprising. It's mm -hmm. very common yeah. that most people don't do a budget. They just spend, but, but realistically, if you think about it, if you aren't tracking what you're doing now, how do you know what you're gonna need when you go to retire? So putting a budget together is really one of the most important steps. You know, I don't know if I can say it's the first, everybody's a little bit different, but you know, we have a program, we go through things, and inf information is knowledge, and helping people understand how to look at that information, to evaluate it so that they can plan, is an important thing. 
Is that one of the first things you do when you have a client? They come in, do they bring their bills? Do they bring, what do they bring? What do they talk about? Well, one of the things we usually, we, we have a couple of sheets that we can send them that gives them some ideas and it gives us things. You know, like I wanna know what, what is the dollar amount you think mm -hmm. that you want would make you live comfortably. Um, understanding your taxes, right? What are the things that affect us? Longevity, mm -hmm. right? I mm -hmm. think you mentioned it before. You know, what is it? A couple turning 65, they have a 33% uh, chance that one of them will make it to 95. Mm -hmm. So now think about that. You've got to cover 30 years mm -hmm. of not working. Well, that means oh. you've got to get your money working really hard for you while you're still working. And the way to use mm -hmm. to do that is to start saving, you know, as young as possible and get that compound interest. That's what helps your money work hard for you so that you don't have to work hard for the rest of your life. I know in the other room we were, we were talking about that, about your 401k, and I had an example where the very first employer I worked with, that was when 401ks were new, mm -hmm. and they really encouraged us as employees to participate. Um, often a lot of companies don't do that. Uh, they're not maybe as proactive. Uh, I always felt like it was an education to talk to people who reported to me and say, you have to save for your future. Uh, Mary, what do you find that's difficult, I guess, when you run into the seniors or early retirees today? Oh, every, you know, everybody is so different, but you're right. Um, there's, there's a lot of options out there on how to save, but you also have to understand what your goal is, not just from a dollar amount. I know you mentioned how much do you mm -hmm. need, but from the perspective of, instead of looking at a dollar amount, it's what about an income stream, right? How do we, how do we know, you know, what does social security give us? It gives us an income stream. Mm -hmm. We know that the next month, another check's gonna come in. So we know we, we've got that amount to spend. Well, you know, when you're working, you actually don't have a lot of time to spend your money. We find ways to still spend it, <laughs> but think about when you're no longer working, right? So we kind of look at it and say, how do we create a play check? A play check? A play oh, check. Oh, I love that. Because what, what are you gonna do when you yeah. retire? Nobody, nobody wants to go back to work. Yeah. You wanna travel, maybe you're gonna play golf, right? So we're looking for Retirement making sure- Retirement can be expensive, really. You know, they always say, oh, you're gonna spend, I forget if the statistics, you know, 33% of what you spent, but I'm saying you're right. With all that free time, you'll be spending a lot. Well, then what's the other concern? You mentioned it earlier, mm -hmm. health. health. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe when you first retire, you're fortunate enough to be very healthy and then it starts to decline. Or maybe you're like some of the people who, believe it or not, amazingly enough, the percentage of people retiring at 62 is still higher than waiting. Mm. And the biggest reason for that is health. Mm. So they, they don't have a choice, mm. potentially, right? So they have to retire. So if we're healthy, We've got all those years of maybe travel or whatever are playing, mm -hmm. but then when we don't have that, we've got to be prepared. And I think talking about the cost of health, which the inflation for health is much higher than regular inflation, mm -hmm. you know, that's such an important thing to take into consideration when you're planning for your retirement. Jean, uh, with your plan, and this may be too personal, so you can say I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> Do they, uh, does your plan carry you out to what age? I mean, are they looking at you? Do you think you're living till 100? Do you have the assets to cover that? I have a goal of living to 90. Now, okay. whether I'll make that or not, I don't know. Um, and there's, 
just anecdotally, uh, my grandpa uh, was 86 when he died. My daddy was 88. So I okay. figured, okay. okay, I can make a two-year leap you okay. know, and get there. <laughs> um, but we'll see. Uh, I don't really understand. I don't really know how to answer your okay. question. It's not too personal. Well, I think you did, though. I think you said you're right now saying I'm going to live till 90. How do I make my money last until I'm 90, right? right? Uh, well, my I'm very fortunate in that I have a pretty good cushion and a pretty good investment plan. Mm -hmm. And I have a very, very, very good medical, a supplemental medical plan. So I, something catastrophic could happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I might have to go into, you know, have some, something that where I had to be in assisted living. Mm -hmm. I had to be that, you know, and I'm not planning on that. The money's there for it, but uh, it would go really fast, a lot faster than me eventually, you know, sailing. So your plan can can sustain like a visit into a skilled nursing or assisted living? Well, what I have is there. It's like, that's what there is. And Mm -hmm. it's not going to get any more. The plan I have, as Mary can attest, there are all kinds of uh, retirement plans to set up. And the one I have is... um, does have some earning potential, but it's pretty risk-free. Okay. So, so far, the money that I'm withdrawing to live on is being replenished by the investment. So it's staying, mm-hmm. you know, it's sustaining itself. Um, but the question about, you know, again, if if I don't have to go into long-term care, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Okay. You know. No, I, I, I think it's so great that you've, first of all, you've planned ahead. You use the vehicles that you had mm-hmm. available to you while you were working, you know, and then you actually set kind of a goal of what you wanted to, how long you wanted to live and how, what kinds of things you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I think one thing, you know, I, I just comes to my mind when I hear your story is how many people have not had a chance to do all of this. So, you know, any quick advice for someone who they're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm retiring in the next two years and I really haven't put away this money. So, <laughs> yeah. uh-oh, right? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ooh, I hope you've done something already because two years, yeah, that could be kind of tough. You know, the thing with planning, so first, the most important thing is to, to make a plan. Mm-hmm. You have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So just to make some type of step, just like you start with, maybe you only save $25 a month. Mm-hmm. You've started, yeah. mm-hmm. right? You can always add to it. So you've started your plan. Now you've got to review your plan. I mean, my goodness, think back 10 years ago. Where were you at? What were you doing? And mm-hmm. were you doing the same thing? How have you grown? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I try and do in my business is continue my education. Because mm-hmm. the one thing I've learned is, there's a lot to learn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it keeps changing. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. Right. You know, the tax code changes. Yeah. And so yeah. there's so many things with, with that that changes. Uh, look at even some of the things with health insurance. So mm. make your plan. Yeah. You just had a calming effect on me right now, just saying, just get it on paper, <laughs> right? Even if it's two years and you've not saved or you didn't have an employer that, helped, you know, kind mm. of pushed you to, to save or you were living the good life and spending all your money, it just sounds like just get it on paper. Just start seeing what you have. I know sometimes in that case, you know, people may need to sell the family home or, you know, use an asset just to start, you know, funding the retirement. But it, it sounds like the key is getting it on paper. Really. Well, it's the start. Start. It's a start. And, and then it, you've it doesn't got, make and money. Then, and, then, and then you've got to start following the plan yeah. and mm-hmm. then, yeah. you know, reviewing the plan. Mm-hmm. Because as we know, life changes, right? 
Right. That's the one thing that's consistent is change. That, that's right. So we have to be prepared. And that's you know, right. making small adjustments here and there, no matter what it is, is pretty easy. Yeah. But if you don't do anything, then at some point it's not so small. And well, so we want to make it small and, and just, you know, kind of baby steps. Yeah. Well, hopefully we've made uh, everyone feel a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> so thank you so much, Mary. Thank you, Jean, for joining us. Thank you. And thank you to all of you for joining us on Seniors Today.